All right. Welcome back, JMJ Podcast. It's been a long time. It's been about maybe five or six weeks since our last one. So, Dan, how come we've had such a long break? So, the last month, month and, I don't know, a half almost, have been nuts. Uh, 17, no, 18, between, between me and you, Ant, 18 talks that we had booked for Lent. It was a super successful Lent, and it was so exciting that parishes, I think it was five or six different parishes, and seven if you include your talks, Ant, uh, wanted us out for different things. Uh, Anthony gave confirmation retreat talks. I gave um, four different missions, uh, two, three, four night talks, and then conversion talks about everything under the sun, <laughs> from bringing, bringing your loved ones back to God to um, to conversion experiences to evangelization. It's tons of fun. So if anyone listening needs a talk. You can absolutely book us, jmjmissions.com. Book us. You can send us an email. All our information's there. You can get all the other, uh, you know, extra info that you need for what kind of talks we give for Anthony and myself. Uh, and you can also give to us there, too. We have a little uh, giving link there for a little GoFundMe we have because almost everything we do at the time of this podcast, at least, is self-funded. <laughs> um, so... That was our exciting month, um, but it was like so busy, and you know, it really made me think about stress a lot, because I was so busy, and we all were, that it really like forced us to prioritize like prayer and talks, and then kind of shift everything else to the side. But that's a good problem to have. Yeah, and it was crazy. I mean, we weren't the ones giving the talks. Like Rocco and I didn't have to speak at the different churches, but Rocco and I showed up to probably ninety-five or maybe even a hundred percent of the talks, and we filmed. And, you know, Rocco is the gearhead, so he was basically just telling me what to do. <laughs> but, um, but Rocco, so how did you, like, kind of manage your time during that month? Um, what do you mean, how did uh, I manage it? I don't really even know what I mean. <laughs> I, I just wanted to get you involved. <laughs> uh, I just made time. I just made time to, to go to Dan's talks because I thought it was necessary, and I thought it was all – it was important for all three of us to be there and to be seen uh, at all the talks and – um there's just a, a new energy that comes with all three of us being there when people can kind of see us live in, in the flesh as opposed to just Dan being in the there. Flesh. Or, yeah. You know, so uh, that community of us being there is, is important. Yeah. So it was definitely our most successful month, and hopefully that continues. All right, let's start with a prayer, and then we're going to get into today's podcast. And maybe this is where I'll pause for the music, the, the EDM. Oh, yeah, EDM. We're going to go with the same one. Yeah. Only time will tell. Well, the people listening know. <laughs> we actually put the music in afterwards, obviously. You know. But you're hearing it now, which is pretty cool. So I'm hoping I chose a good song. We can't hear it. We can't hear it. I'm going to assume this is a great song. <laughs> Me too. Let's pray. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. Dear Lord, thank you for giving us the time to meet again for another podcast. And thank you for that past month, as we just talked about. And I ask that you cover this podcast in your most precious blood. And Our Lady, cover us in your mantle. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. So, yesterday was Rock's birthday, and he turned a number, which I'm not going to say, on the podcast. So... 65. I was thinking about in Rock... spirit, I am. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about Rock a lot yesterday on his birthday, just because he's been a lifelong best friend. And I made an Instagram post for him on our JMJ Missions Instagram, and in the caption, I called him the Italian Stallion, and it just made me think of the Rocky movies. So, I was thinking, you know what? There's been five, maybe even six or seven Rocky movies. Uh, I count them as five, just the first, the original Rockies. 
And it got me thinking, which one is the best? And also, which one's the worst? Because I have my opinions, and I have my reasons. And I'm willing to fight to the death for my reasons. So, Rock, what's what's your favorite Rocky movie? Without question, Rocky IV. Solid. Good answer. Yeah, without question. Uh, I feel like he's at um, his peak, like, performance, and he just... He looks the best in that movie. Like, if you uh, really look at his... (laughs) When he takes his uh, robe off when he's about to fight, like his abs are so chiseled, his biceps are so chiseled. <laughs> then they gave him a nice like spray tan. Is that what you look like when you take off? That's the robe? exactly what I look like. <laughs> um, and I love the training montage in that movie, both training montages. And I just love the fact that it was. Uh, I love the the Cold War theme with it too, um, and the symbolism. Uh, that was involved there. And I just loved how Rocky's training was very organic and natural in the wilderness, uh, as opposed to the Russians training, which was very comfortable. And, and he tech. just had all these like amenities right, right. handed to him. Uh, and Rocky just trained like purely from what was given to him, like by the earth. And I just really appreciate that. Yeah, it's a good point. And rock while you're still talking, what's your least favorite one out of the first five? <laughs> Probably Rocky one to be no. original. With you. No, um, I'm not gonna say that it's my favorite just because it's the right thing to say. <laughs> You'll just say um, it's your favorite, but the worst out of Rocky, worse than Rocky five. Rocky I, five I love Tommy Gun. I loved I loved Rocky five. <laughs> Rock blasphemy. I, I did. I loved Rocky five. Rocky one. I, I appreciated the story. Uh, I love I love the fact that he was given a, a one in million shot in his life, but out of all the Rockies, it's just my least favorite to watch. It's just not as exciting as the other ones. It you does know? it progresses slow. Now that you mention it, yeah, just because it's a classic is why I like it. If if I watched it for the first time cold and I didn't know that it was a very successful movie, I might not like it. Look, Rocky One's not my favorite, but now I don't have to defend it because you people are weird. <laughs> Look, it is it got Best Picture. Even the film was an underdog. No one expected it to be a great film even. But because the character development in it, character development is so good, you know, and the suspense and the rags to riches story. And that's where you, especially, I got to say again, the character development, you know, Sylvester Stallone does such a great job of portraying Rocky. There had never been a character like Rocky, never been a character like Apollo. That's not even my favorite one, but I don't know how, man, I'm just, I've lost some respect for you guys. And I don't know if I'm going to be able to recover from this. <laughs> All right, Dan, what's your, what's your favorite then? Uh, my favorite is two because he wins. Because the first time it's like, you know, oh, my gosh, he should have won. Second time he actually does win. I like happy endings. Spoiler alert, though. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, if you haven't <laughs> seen it because, you know, it's been out for 40 years. Um, uh, yeah, and and four is really good, too. I love four. Um, three, I think, is the most overrated. It's only good because people like Eye of the Tiger and Mr. T. But overall, it's just not that good of a movie, I think. That's just me. I think that's my second favorite. Well, you're again. I'm losing respect for you as a person. So, <laughs> how he came from discouragement to uh, being triumphant in the end, especially in the training montage, that little push from Adrian really holds a special place in my heart. Yeah, but like, who struggles with discouragement? Like, yeah, no know. one can relate to that. Nobody ever gets discouraged. So, <laughs> sarcastic. <laughs> So my favorite Rocky is similar to what Rock said. It's four. I really like four because 
I just like the scene where they zoom in on Drago's face and he goes, if he dies, he dies. That was a really bad impersonation. But I, I just it's just the cool moment because he kills Apollo Creed and then Rocky gets revenge on him. So it's just it's just awesome. And Polly is really funny in that one. My least favorite is hands down Rocky Five, because it's Definitely. good, but it's I feel like he was just stretching for a story, and he just made up a conflict. Like the conflict in that film is one of the main conflicts is him being a bad dad, like neglecting his kid and like spending too much time with Tommy Gunn instead of hanging out with. I his think own. that makes for a great story, actually. Oh, all right, all right. Uh, I don't think the story was forced. I think it really. Um, portrayed like the inner conflict that was taking place and i think that's what really made it a good story and i also love the fact that he just took everything that he learned from the last four movies and in his career and wanted to pass it on and then in the end the guy turned against him yeah that is a good i really appreciate i really appreciated that uh rocky being his mentor and then the guy turns on him the acting in that movie (laughs) in rocky five is horrible that's Uh, all i'm gonna say it's really whoever directed it. Hate to say it, probably just, Sly Stallone. As much as I respect him, he probably had a hand. On in this. whose part, though? On everybody else except Sly Stallone, and even he wasn't as good as in the other four. Just you I'm thought just, the acting was bad. I thought it was. I thought it was not good. Yeah, it's just this is just me. I'm I'm coming <laughs> off as a really hyper hypocritical person right now. I'm not. I tend to be a pretty appreciative of life and of movies. So I'm <laughs> just gonna I'm gonna pause there. In summation, uh, Rocky Five is amongst my favorites. I go. I go four, three, five, two, one. I don't know how you rattled that off like that. Yeah, that was really impressive. That in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think you said four, five, three, two, one. Four, three, three five, five, two, one. Oh. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Ooh. Nice. All right. All right. Well, Ryan, what's your topic? <laughs> <laughs> so, my topic today is a couple of things. So this morning I woke up and I was doing my morning prayers. I was drinking my coffee as I like to do, and I thought after a few minutes of just silent prayer. I picked up my phone and I thought, you know, let me just check YouTube. And the first thing that I saw was a video from Ascension Presents. I don't know if you guys watch or listen to Ascension Presents, but usually it's kind of, it's more, I don't want to use the word intelligent, but it's it's geared towards, I think, at least college-aged students or people, um, college age and, and up. Sometimes the topics are pretty heavy. So this topic really jumped out at me. Uh, the title of the video said, When You Have to Go It Alone. And when I saw that, I thought, okay. I'm, I'm definitely clicking on this video because I'm going to open up a bit of my struggles here on this podcast. Loneliness is, is something that I battle, something that I struggle with. And sometimes it's real and sometimes it's not real. Sometimes I can feel alone even if I'm in a crowded room. Or other times I can feel alone because I'm actually alone. So it's definitely something that, that I battle. So I clicked on this link and I thought, okay, this is awesome. And it really just resonated with me because he broke it down into two things. He basically said that there's two kinds of loneliness. And when I say he, I mean Father Mike Schmitz from Ascension Presents. And the two kinds of loneliness that he discussed are the loneliness of Jesus, which you might not think of, and also the loneliness of Judas. Now, Jesus' loneliness happened because he was doing what he was supposed to do. Uh, Just a couple examples. I'll get into it more in a second. But on Spy Wednesday, on the last night that Jesus went to sleep, which I never thought of, because on Holy Thursday, he, did, he didn't go to sleep, and then he died on Good Friday. So on Spy Wednesday that night when he went to bed, that was the last time that he went to bed. And he knew that. So just I just imagined him like just crawling into bed or, or just finding his resting place and about to close his eyes. And he just knew that, that, that he was alone, and he had to be alone. Like there was no one that could help him. No one could 
take that cup from him. He just had to do what he had to do. Um, another time is the agony in the garden. But again, I don't want to spoil all these details too quickly. And then switching over to Judas, Judas's loneliness is completely different because his loneliness was because of sin. His loneliness was because he betrayed Jesus, which we all do every time we sin, every you know, even like a venial or a mortal sin, it always betrays Jesus. But what Judas didn't do is that he didn't come back. He didn't reach out. He didn't, what he should have done is gone up to one of the apostles, maybe afterwards in private, because Jesus hinted, he said, one of you is going to betray me tonight. And they all were shocked. And they were like, no, it's not me. Surely it is not I. What Judas probably should have done is maybe pulled one of the other apostles aside and said, like, look, man, like, it was me. Like, help. What, what do I do? <laughs> look, man, it what was do, me. What do I do? <laughs> or maybe even go up to Jesus himself and say, Jesus, it was me. Stop. I want to undo this. Right. But he kept it in. So that, like, now that's loneliness. Like, and that's leading towards eternal loneliness. Not that we want to say that we know for a fact where Judas's soul is. But that's that's separation from God, and that's the worst kind of loneliness to feel. So, if so you guys just, yeah, go ahead. yeah. Two thoughts came to me on that. I love what you said. Um, the first thing is um, kind of random. I I forgot. I've only heard this once before. That Wednesday before Holy Thursday was called Spy Wednesday. Uh, does anyone? And I'm actually asking for real. Do you know why? It's yeah, called I do. Spy Wednesday? Because that's my instinct. It's because Judas was kind of like the spy. It's like when he made the. It's uh, when he made up his mind or completed the deal with the Sanhedrin. Okay, and you're yeah. using context clues for that. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. Awesome. Cool name. Did mm-hmm. not know it was called that. Secondly, um, yes, there. You're absolutely right when you say that there's two different kinds of loneliness. One is when I think like like you were hinting at. One is when you have God with you, a clear conscience, and you know you're where you're where where you're supposed to be. And because you know you're where you're supposed to be, even if there's not people around you and you're, you feel a little lonely, the emptiness only goes so far. Now, when someone doesn't have God like Judas did because he was despairing because of the shame, because of the guilt, because of the confusion that he was in, when someone feels that kind of loneliness, like I'm in this rut and not only does no one understand me, but not even God understands me. I don't even have God. That is a whole different type of emptiness. The loneliness of someone who doesn't even have a clear conscience and is confused at their deepest core because what do you find at your deepest core of your soul you find god that kind of loneliness um i can say is probably the worst kind of emptiness anybody could possibly feel um so that makes perfect sense yeah and i'm just gonna open up a little bit more i mean why not just gonna dive into my life a little bit here um so and another thing that kind of adds like to loneliness because this is a very real thing i mean i think many people Many people suffer from loneliness, like maybe from time to time or on a more serious, uh, like an actual legitimate struggle type of way. And just like, I just want to like recap some things that happened in my life that added to my loneliness. Uh, I mean, let's go back to March 2020. I mean, everybody knows what happened. It was COVID. COVID first came on the scene and then you couldn't go hang out with people. Like everything was shut down. It was really hard to see friends. Everybody was really, you know, cautious about everything. At the same time, I went through a breakup. So then that added to even more loneliness because then it was like, okay, there was someone that that was there. Now they're no longer there. Just like that. On top of that, uh, my mom was struggling uh, with her health. So because she was struggling with her health and she's a little bit older, no offense, mom. Sorry if you're listening to this. (laughs) um, I wanted to be even more cautious and not go see my mom and dad because they're older and people who are older, you know, more susceptible or more high risk. So that really what it did is just it just isolated me. It just put me in this like this room by myself for a really long time Mm -hmm. and now sometimes it can be really healthy to have some alone time like if you if you've been really busy 
uh, really stressed out, you know, have some me time, relax, watch the Flyers, you know, make yourself a bacon, egg, and cheese at night time. <laughs> like, you know, just have some, like, have a you night, and that's good, and that's healthy, and also, and to pray without any interruptions. But when that goes on and on and on for a long time, it can get really daunting, and it can drag on a lot. So that's why this video, I think, helped me so much, and I think aided an, a little bit of healing for me, because what Father Mike Schmitz was saying is that when, sometimes when you are where you're supposed to be, and when you're doing what you're supposed to do, you know, loneliness just might come through that as just a natural a natural aspect of it. And it's not a bad thing. And I shouldn't fight it and I shouldn't have to work against it. I should just surrender to it and accept it and just kind of get closer to God in it. Especially because I do know that I'm that I'm in his will. And that, like that's a grace to know. That's that's just a really good thing to know. And that is what kind of keeps me going. Just knowing that I'm in God's will, that this is where I'm supposed to be. And that means I can deal with, like, a lonely night here and there. Yeah. Yeah, if you guys want to say something. <laughs> I, I, I feel like um, my struggles with loneliness are definitely internal um, with some um, mental and emotional struggles that I go through. And I would say I feel lonely in my craft, too. Uh, I feel lonely as a creator all the time. Um, I don't know a whole lot of people that... I mean, I have friends that do video editing and all that, but I don't know a whole lot of people that do that. And when you get on that train and you become a creative, it's very, very easy to feel discouraged a lot of times, especially when you're comparing yourself to the greats. And um, it could just be, it could feel very alienating and isolating uh, when you don't have a huge support system of people to lean on when you experience those emotions. Um, so lately I've just been trying to, to persevere through those emotions, but it does get rough sometimes. Right. And we can be there for each other. Like, and like rock, we'll text each other all the time. Like you and I have like a pretty hilarious texting yeah, thread we do. <laughs> and it just goes on and on. And you know, like rock and I are very open and Dan as well are very open with each other's struggles. And you know, we try to be there for each other, but at the end of the day, like rock, you can't go through my struggles for me. And I, and I can't go through yours. Yeah. And uh, that's where it just comes down to like, okay, well, what's your relationship with Christ like? Like, are you invoking him? Are you reaching out to him? Or are you just kind of wallowing? Like, not you personally, Rock, just, I mean, in general for anyone battling yeah. that. You know, it's really, uh, that's a great point because it really does come down to your relationship with Christ. Like, in the end, when we die, now we're going to see our loved ones in heaven and things like that, but it's going to be us and God. In the end, you come into this world on, alone, you're going to go out alone. Uh, as happily married as I am and, you know, it's till death and I'm, you know, I'm sure I'm going to know my wife in heaven and all that kind of stuff, but it really is you and God in the end. But here's the great part. When you have God, the loneliness tends to be temporary and not as deep. It's temp, like you said, temporary feelings you might have to go through and it's not the deep emptiness of what the heck am I doing here? And I feel like I'm a horrible person. There's no purpose for me and I'm not forgiven or shame or all that kind of stuff that just isn't a problem it made me think of two song lyrics first from uh, my favorite band reliant k and the, the song is called therapy which he wrote after the main lead singer matt Thiessen went through a breakup of his own and he said loneliness and solitude are two things not to get confused because i spend my solitude with you and he's talking about god solitude is different than loneliness loneliness is when you really feel like nobody's there and you're not understood, and it's a deep existential crisis. Solitude can be peaceful. Solitude is different than loneliness. And finally, as you said, Anthony, for the for the like the 
the times where you're in God's will, you're doing what you're, you know, you're supposed to be doing, and you just feel that little, little, you know, emptiness, little loneliness, like, you know, you wish you had some people around, or you feel a little misunderstood here and there, it's okay, and that's uh, another song that reminded me of by a newer artist, his name is Michigander, that me and Anthony listened to, uh, he came out with a new song, and I'm giving him props for this, if anyone wants to listen to it, it's like, good, like, 80s vibes, good kind of alternative, he's really good, uh, and it's literally, the chorus is, it's okay to be lonely sometimes, that's literally what he says, um, yeah, he says it like 50 times, but it's okay to yeah. be lonely. And you know what? If you have God and you're doing his will and it's not that deep existential loneliness, it is okay. And it, you will overcome it. And the song is called okay. I recommend it. Uh, and what's going to help you get through these hard times of loneliness. as you said, number one prayer, because God does understand you Christ under his loneliness on the cross, his loneliness in the agony in the garden, his loneliness going to sleep on spy Wednesday is worse than anything we could ever possibly go through. Therefore, he gets you, he can help you, and we got to pray. But secondly, those good friendships, having those people you could pour your heart out to, it's a beautiful thing. So if you don't have, some people say, well, you know, Dan, like I don't have many good friends I can do that for. Ask God for them. I have heard multiple personal stories of people who have told me they literally ask God deeply from their heart a few times, and they mean it. If you pray with confidence, humility, and you mean it, and something good, God always gives it. That they literally said, I'm a little lonely, Lord. I need good friends. I need people I can pour my heart out to. You pray that enough, it might take a few days, it might take a few weeks. One kid, it was the next day it happened. But the Lord will send people for you to pour your heart out to. Or he'll make himself present in ways you could never imagine for you to pour out your heart out to him directly. There's multiple people I know that have said that prayer, and God has come through with that. Because that's something that's good for us, and God wants what's good for us, too. So sending a good friend, like a good friend is a treasure, especially a friend that fears the Lord. And I'm not going to give away this person's name, uh, but there's someone that, that we know, that, that we met, uh, you know, maybe a year and a half ago. And then this person told us like uh, yeah. later like that this person said a prayer. Uh, to make a group of new friends. And then I think we met him, what, two or three days later or something like that? Oh, yeah, neat. Um, yeah, yeah. So it's just it's definitely, definitely say that prayer. Another thing, if you're in the Judas type of loneliness, like if you're the, the one that's isolated because you're in sin, especially mortal sin, it's okay. I don't want to say it's okay. Like, <laughs> no, it's not okay. But there's hope. As long as you have breath in your lungs, there is hope. As long as you're breathing, there's hope. All you have to do is just get to confession. Now, if it's been a long time, it's okay. Maybe it's been years since you've gone to confession, and maybe that's holding you back. Don't let it hold you back. Listen, priests go to prisons to hear confessions of prisoners. You're not going to shock them with your confession. You're not going to scare them. You're not going to. They're not going to judge you. They're not going to remember your sins. So don't be afraid of that. Just go to confession. They're usually, I think, almost every single church in the world does them on Saturday afternoon. <laughs> I think almost every church in the world is like three normally, p.m. Yeah, normally it's around 4 three p.m. Just, just go get in line. Don't worry about what people are going to think of you and just lay it all out on the line and just, just clean your soul. Just get it all out there and, and you'll feel so much better. And then you won't be in the Judas loneliness. Then you'll be in complete consolation with God, not isolation. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And yeah. you can follow that up with prayer. Because mm -hmm. what happens is you get you, we get in our own like sinful zones or, our, or you know what happens? I think a lot of people today, we're so stuck on social media, we can end up scrolling for three, four hours and not that social media is bad in and of itself, but it can become really harmful if you're spending all your time doing that. Uh, studies are coming out saying that teenagers are the loneliest they've been. Now, teenagers typically are lonely anyway because <laughs> of hormones and all that kind of – you're just trying to figure out who you are and all that kind of stuff. 
it's even worse now, and it's because most experts think teenagers are not talking to their families and not hanging out with their friends. They're spending all their time scrolling on social media alone in their dark room and comparing themselves to others. It goes back to comparison. Right. Mm-hmm. So never compare. I don't know yeah. if, Rocky, you want to talk about the dangers of that? Yeah, I, I, I mean, I kind of I kind of touched on it earlier. Um, sometimes I was I was meditating on this today, like, Sometimes we forget why we started something. Um, Like I know for me, my love for filmmaking, I started that because of pure joy and pure passion. But then it got to a point where I started comparing myself to professionals or big name YouTubers and it was crippling and it was paralyzing. And that could lead to a lot of discouragement. So as Dan said, you know, never, never compare yourself to someone. The reason you never have to compare yourself to anybody either is because you have Christ. So the whole point here is if you find yourself just stuck on your devices all day, not talking to anybody, just put them down and get out of sin if you are in sin. And either way, pour your heart out to God and cultivate a good prayer life. Um, A lot of people think, and here's one great thing to remind yourself, and maybe it'll help with your loneliness for anyone listening if you struggle with it. A lot of people think that God made us, and then he walked away. God made us, then he walked away, and then he's like, he's a few miles away, and maybe he hears you if you yell loud enough. And existentially, St. Thomas Aquinas says, everything in the universe is contingent upon something else, meaning it needs something else. It's depending on something else to exist. That includes me or you. The microphone I'm speaking into, it's not that like God made the world, made the materials, and walked away. It's that... For anything to exist, including this microphone, God has to be with it intimately and hold it into existence every second. That includes us. Therefore, how much more important are you than this microphone that I'm talking into, than the car you might be driving in right now, than the headphones you have on, the earbuds you have in, the phone you're holding? If God's holding these things into existence every second, that means for you, he's literally in your soul giving you, the listener, existence right now. He is closer to you than you are to yourself, if that makes sense. He's so close to you, every millisecond he is loving you into existence. In fact, he's looking through your eyes at what you're looking at right now with love. That is how close God is to you. The problem is, well, why don't we feel it? Well, we don't pray. We're living in a fallen world. The, the, the results of original sin, that concupiscence, can make us feel apart from God even though we're not. So when we pray, when we stay close to him, we pop that Bible open, we spend time in silence, we get off our devices, yeah, you can start to feel it. And that will help with your loneliness. So remember how close God is to you right now. Yeah, Dan, that was awesome. And just another practical tip uh, to kind of shake loneliness um, is to kind of step outside of yourself for a second and serve. Like try to find some way that you can get involved to help someone else, like what can get involved with ministry, uh, with you know making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches for homeless homeless people. That sounds really cliche, but <laughs> get involved with something like that and try to be a light for someone else. Like maybe it's even someone in your school. Like maybe you you walk around the hallways, maybe you see this one person every day that just kind of looks kind of down. You know, just say hi to them. Right. Like just just be a beacon for someone else because trust me, you're not the only one feeling it. Yeah. And sometimes just a simple smile, a simple hello can make someone feel important. It can make them feel seen. And then that in turn, like God rewards you for that. Like he makes you feel like his love if you do stuff like that. It takes a lot of courage to do something like that. And 
it forces you to come out of yourself. The, the, the uh, natural human inclination is to stay inward and like focus on uh, all of your emotions and to not come out of yourself. But I believe um, it is rewarding when you actually come out of yourself in courage and uplift a, another person's soul. Yeah, yeah. And this just came to me as well. If you know someone that, if you, let's say you're really good friends with someone, and you know that they struggle with the loneliness, send them this podcast. <laughs> Feel free. Like, yeah, send share it, our send, stuff. send it out to them. You know, like help us get this stuff out there, all for the the spreading of the kingdom of God. Um, so just last thing, and we're gonna wrap up soon in, in a minute. Um, something that is helpful to do, whether it's loneliness, whether it's depression, whether it's anxiety, or or anything that that you're struggling with, is just to surrender to what God's doing. We like to take control. We like to try to map everything out. We like to try to figure X, Y, and Z out and have everything correct and in a nice little bow. <laughs> That's not how life works. Just surrender. Just let God do what he's doing. Just be with him in it. Invoke him all the time and take some pressure off of yourself. Just be in God's will. Just simply be. It's, it's not easy. It's something that I'm even working on, but give it a shot. Yeah, great tip on that note and is people say, well, no, God didn't intend for me to get into the mess that I'm in right now. It's so horrible. Um, okay, maybe you messed up. Maybe you sinned or whatever. Maybe you made some mistakes and you are in a mess or what you think is a mess. Here's the crazy part, though. God's all-knowing. A million years ago when he made the world, he knew you were going to be in this mess. So in that weird way, you are still where you're supposed to be. Like he's taking care of things. As long as you want to you know, turn back to him and you want to make things right. And you have, you know, you have a goal in mind to like improve your life in whatever way that is, especially spiritually. As long as you're intending on doing that, yeah, you might've messed things up, but he knew it was coming. He already rerouted the GPS and knew he was going to reroute the GPS millions of years ago. You are where you're supposed to be. And honestly, like if you're that lonely, shoot us a, a DM on Instagram or something like that. Like we're, you know what I mean? Like not that we're going to be like your, hotline to just talk all night we have stuff to we have stuff to do but like seriously if you have any questions you want to shoot us a dm on instagram you want to reach out to us on facebook you want to like whatever or ask for prayers ask for prayers right like let us know i mean we're here we're not like at the point in a ministry where we have millions of people and can't get to you so like if you have any questions you want answered if you do just feel a little out of it one day like feel free to reach out to us as long as you don't stalk us weirdly we're here for you <laughs> just one more thing um just I know in my life, any suffering I've gone through has been for a greater good. Mm -hmm. So take hope in that. Like whenever God uh, allows a suffering in your life, whatever it may be, like maybe you like, you know, broke your ankle or something, any suffering that you might have, like it's for a greater good. And we don't see that when we're in it. All when we're in it, all we see is like the pain of the suffering. But trust me, it's for a greater good. I, I, when I go over my life, every hard thing I've ever been through has made me a better person. Yeah. And I know that's just going to keep on continuing. So yeah, and it, right. like that's that for me, that's the hope. That's the hope in this. Yep. Do you guys have anything else you want to add? No. That's no. it. I, that was a pretty good way to, yeah. <laughs> to cap well, off that discussion. Concise little uh, podcast. Yeah, with a yeah. Lot of wisdom. I, for sure. And I didn't want this to be doom and gloom, but I also I wanted it to be real. And like this is real, and this is what I was feeling, so this is what we talked about. It's real talk. Yeah. Got it's, it. It's a real cast. Now <laughs> we need an Easter egg because we're two for two on the Easter eggs, I think. So we got to. That's your thing. You're good at that. You want me to do it? <laughs> All right. The Easter egg. Um, is no go pun intended <laughs> oh that's right Easter i like stuff. that nice i love puns anyway <laughs> your easter egg your assignment is to go to our most recent youtube video which i think is still the kate podcast because mm -hmm. it's been a while like we said we were busy 
So go to the Kate podcast YouTube video and comment, happy birthday, Rocco. And that's it. Just simply happy birthday, Rocco. doesn't matter if you listen to this in July. It really doesn't matter. Just say happy birthday, Rocco. It seriously makes me so happy when I see someone comment the Easter eggs. And then I actually do pray a rosary for them. Not even kidding. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah. And more videos will be coming out soon. Be assured of that. We are currently in the planning process. Well, we're starting the planning process for our next production. So, Rocco has some. Can you give a little bit of an insight? Yeah, go for it. Go, Rock, you do it. I'm not going to give too much away, but Mm -hmm. I think it's going to be about a topic that really hits home with me. And it's going to be a a little bit of a different style of of video than than what you're uh, normally used to seeing. So, stay tuned for it. Yeah, give away the style. Because if somebody somebody listened this long, they deserve the style, at least. least It's going to be, for those who don't know what B-roll is, B-roll is footage that supplements... Uh, what a person is is saying so whether if it's a voiceover or a talking headshot like say i'm talking about like windex or something <laughs> and i i want to i want to showcase the product of windex well i would show me spraying the glass i would show me spraying the table that's called b-roll so uh, our next video is going to be saturated with b-roll regarding the topic we're discussing and it's going to supplement a voiceover and the topic, shall we discuss the Why topic? Not? Go for it. Well, something well, actually, everyone will be able to relate to. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We'll just Say keep that. it at that. Yeah, well, yeah we'll, we'll keep it private. Thanks so it, it'll be a different style of video. And uh, again, we don't put a ceiling on, on anything. And we're always uh, open to evolving and trying new things. So we hope you, you like this new style. Yeah. That's all I got, guys. That's all I got to you. Want to say a quick final prayer? Yeah. Yeah, sure. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Dear Lord, once again, thank you for this podcast. Uh, Lord, we pray that this reaches the, the right people. Whoever's supposed to hear this, we pray that they hear it. And we pray that hopefully the things that we said were in line with the Holy Spirit and that they can benefit someone some way, somehow. As we always say, to spread the kingdom of God and one soul at a time. Amen. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen. All right. The EDM music now. God bless. God bless. God <laughs> bless.